0: Not so pale. You're on Today, snow is crippling much of the Washington lowlands. One... Hello everyone, Dominic here, with a brief news update. On the 8th of April 2021, Egyptologists working in Luxor announced a major find a settlement or village dating to the reign of Amunhotep III, and probably Akhenaten as well. In a public statement, the archaeological mission's overall leader, Dr. Zahi Hawass, called it the Lost Golden City. I'll come back to that in a moment, but first, let's talk about the site. The new town is located on the west bank of Luxor, ancient Waset or Thebes. It is north of the royal palace at Malkata, where Amunhotep III lived and celebrated his said festivals. Episode 100. Also, the town is south of Amunhotep's mortuary temple, the enormous complex that featured the Colossi of Memnon. So the new village is halfway between two major sites associated with Amunhotep III it is most likely connected to both. The town is also near some other mortuary temples, notably the temple of Ramesses III at Medinet Habu, a spectacular monument, and the temples of Ai and Horemheb. Less impressive, but in my opinion, pretty cool. It is also west of a small mortuary temple, belonging to the royal scribe and legendary healer Amunhotep the son of Hapu. We met that man in episode 101. In other words, the new town is associated with major persons and centres from late Dynasty 18. This is great. As excavations continue, we will get a lot more information about life, economic organisation and settlement in that period. For someone like me, who specialises in cities, economics and the 18th dynasty, this is an exciting find. The ancient name for this town is a bit unclear. I have seen variations in the different press releases. One possible name is Aten Chechen, or the Aten Shines. That would be interesting, because we know that Amunhotep III had a boat named Aten Chehen, and sometimes he called himself that as well. It is possible that the name, which would appear on a label or a pot, is connected with another place, and it just turned up here in a delivery. Another possibility is Gem Pa Aten, or the Aten is found. Again, we already have a site called Gem Pa Aten. Akhenaten's temples at Karnak, devoted to the sun god, had that name. So again, it's a little bit unclear. It could be connected with deliveries to or from that site. Basically, the ancient name is uncertain at the time I am recording. For now, we have some possibilities, but no confirmation. So the settlement is connected with the Aten and with Amonhotep III. It is near to his palace and his mortuary temple, and it probably has something to do with both of them. But what was the purpose? What was this village for? The town is a workers' settlement. This means that it housed artisans, craft workers, jewellers, sculptors, and various other professions. Skilled workers would reside here, producing goods on behalf of the royal palace. They would receive wages, or payment for their work, and they would contribute to the palace, quote-unquote, as an economic organisation. So a town like this was important for the livelihood and prosperity of the pharaoh. If you imagine the king as a CEO running a business, towns like these housed many of the employees. The site is a large village with streets and walls separating different areas. It is similar to other workers' settlements discovered in Egypt. You can find towns like this at Deir el-Medina, where the tomb builders lived, the workers' village at Amana, who served Akhenaten, and the villages of the pyramid builders at Giza and Kahun. So the new town fits into a wider context of specially built areas for royal workers and artisans. That means that the discovery and excavation of this site should add a lot of information to our picture of daily life and business in the days of Amunhotep. Among the various buildings, excavators have identified workshops, Bakeries and kitchens, and storage facilities. There is a huge amount of pottery, including storage jugs and wine bottles. There is also a residential area with houses and an administrative area where scribes and overseers would manage their business. There were factories producing jewelry, like amulets, and tools for spinning cloth and weaving fabric. There might be a glass workshop producing glass for decoration. And there is a cemetery, a space to the north that has tombs dug in the rock. Excavation has just started there, but hopefully there will be some interesting finds ahead. A couple of texts have appeared in the material. On an ancient jug embedded in the dirt, we find a label written in black ink. Translated, the text says, Year 37. Seasoned meat for the third said festival of Amunhotep III. Delivered from the storeroom of Ka, meat slaughtered by the butcher Iwi. Inside, the jug contained about 10kgs worth of boiled or preserved meat, kind of like jerky or biltong. So apparently somebody was butchering meat, curing it, and storing it in this area. Little details like this give a hint at the life going on in the village. So cool. Overall, the new town is a major find. The buildings are well preserved with high walls. The objects discovered are in good condition, and they promise to reveal a lot about daily life and organisation. With future work and analysis, we will learn a lot about ordinary Egyptians living in that period. So, this is exciting. Now, about the name. Hawass has dubbed it the Lost Golden City, but that's really just Hawass doing his publicity thing. In reality, there's no gold, and the city itself wasn't necessarily lost. There has been some confusion about that online, so let me clarify. The settlement is located about 100 metres west of another site the mortuary temple of Amunhotep, the son of Hapu. That temple was excavated by a French mission in the 1930s, and they identified part of a village settlement in the area. The French excavations did not get very far, but they obviously picked up that something was in that zone. Unfortunately, they were not able to continue their work, maybe due to funding, time, or the growing prospect of a world war in the 1930s. And since then, other excavation teams have scouted the area, but there has not been an extensive, thorough excavation. Until now. So, if you want to get really technical, or pedantic, the new settlement was not lost, quote-unquote. Archaeologists were aware of something in the general vicinity. But let's cut the team some slack. It has been nearly 100 years since the initial work, and the new discovery is quite separate from the early excavations. So in my view, we should not get too picky over the wording in the headlines. After all, publicists will publicise any way they can. What is more important is the substance of the discovery. The team is doing an excellent job, and the new excavation is important. So... Putting aside the hype and the headlines, this is an exciting development. As I said, the new site is about 100 meters west of the old mortuary temple. Realistically, it is possible that this town actually covers the entire area, and maybe different excavations have just located tiny parts of the whole. That is still unclear. It is going to take years to fully excavate this region. Archaeology works slowly, painstakingly, and if you look at this site from satellite photos, you can see how big the excavation zone is, so it's going to take some time. With that in mind, please view this announcement and all of the details as preliminary at best. The excavators have years worth of digging ahead of them, and analysing all that material could easily take up to a decade. I'm not joking. Settlement archaeology is incredibly slow, because a town leaves thousands of tiny miscellaneous objects. Every little thing needs conservation, documentation, and analysis before any publication is ready. So all of this could take a while, depending how much money the team has available. With that in mind, please be patient before jumping to conclusions about what this town represents, and the excavations taking place. Also, credit to Dr Vicky Jensen for providing a satellite image that confirms the location of this town, relative to earlier excavations. You can see this image on the website, thanks to Dr Jensen's work. My very best wishes to the Egyptians working on this project. It is going to be large and painstaking, but it is important, and hopefully the work will go smoothly. That's all from me. Thank you for listening. Now, back to the narrative.